This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Guess what? It's us. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. I'm Jamie. Hello. Hello. I know. So last week we didn't get to do it and it's all my fault because of course all of my brooding got in the way. So I wasn't able to do the podcast That's last week. not exactly true. We were going to do it. Mm-hmm. You had a breakdown and then we're doing- I that. had a breakdown. Oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> and my life was hectic too because Curious Party and all that. And then oh. this week we were supposed to record on Sunday- and we're recording on Tuesday because I had a gall attack, a gallstone attack. Yeah. So it has been crazy. It has been very, very crazy. And I don't know. I think I just need to break down and I need to hire someone to help me, I think, at this point. Because mm. I don't know what else to do. Like, I don't know how to make it better at this point. Like, I need my life to be I a little easier. I think you getting a typist would alleviate so much off your plate. Well, and I would probably even want to if, get a typist and somebody too. Even if they to, only did like three or four a day, like I don't know. I have to run through and figure out like how it's going to be, sort of how I'm supposed to make that happen. But the long and short of everything is that it's just been so hectic all the time. I'm supposed to be in school, and I've got all these kids, and my husband works all kinds of crazy hours, so I never see his little ass anymore. And I'm just sort of running around like a crazy person trying to keep everything together. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe, just maybe, if I get myself somebody, then, I don't know, maybe I can work more on the podcast. And Maybe, just maybe, you could, you know, not feel guilty about having to go shit during the day. And you can take the time. And you don't have to be a super pooper. You're going to sit in there and watch, like, TikTok videos while you poop, and it doesn't matter. Oh, my matter. God, like my husband does every morning have, like, and every night. you have, 25 minutes to yourself in complete silence. What would you do with that 25 minutes? I don't minutes? know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know at all. Um, but I did have a little update I heard from my son. Oh, hi, Christopher. I know. I was very, very excited. So um, we're still in OPSEC, which is, like, a, an information lockdown because right. of everything that's going on with Russia. And um, But apparently one of his drill instructors told him about it. What? Yeah, so he said, you don't have to worry, you you know, you don't have to hide it from me and all this stuff. And I was like, well, it wasn't that I was just kind of hiding it from you. I just don't pay attention to it. Which probably makes me a very, like, fucking bad American. But I have to tell you. No. No, it doesn't. It's too much. It's too much. And there is so much, I want to call it news fatigue. Mm-hmm. Bad news fucking fatigue. Mm-hmm. We've got virus fatigue. We've got war fatigue. We've got fucking so much fatigue. Yes. Like, if the yes. world, something wonderful doesn't happen to this world fucking soon. It just seems like, I don't know. I, I stand by my whole feeling that social media has ruined us. Oh, yeah. I really do feel like that. And I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's interesting to say that because here we are doing a podcast. We promote it on social media. That type of thing. But I don't know. I just feel like the world is just changing at such a pace that it, it's scary. But... He did say that he knows about it. I don't have to hide it from him. And um, he said that his platoon got 100% on this MCMAT testing they did. Right. Which is um, amazing. And then he said his platoon was 0.1% away from the highest score ever on this other test that I forget what he said it was. 
But they currently have the red flag again because they were the worst platoon. Now they're the best. Really? Yes. And But he was getting ready to do another PFP, the physical fitness test. And he said, <laughs> my son was 188 pounds when he left. He had to lose all this weight. He was like 220. So I know, but like he was pounds. doing it, though. He was doing it. He looked so good when he left here. He is now 156. In six weeks, he has lost all that weight. Oh, and my God. he said, I look absolutely great. That's <laughs> what he said. It's really boosted his confidence. He, he said it's either he said it's either um abs- I look absolutely great or I abs- or absolutely fantastic. I can't remember which one, but he's got that funniness about him. He's very much like got the similar humor as my brother. And um so but he said they don't really make them work out with weights there. They just sort of keep them lean and keep them like that kind of thing. Like he said most of the time now they are in a box for like 10 hours or they're on grass week, which is where they're learning how to shoot and that kind of stuff. Right. So he's, even though he's lost all the weight and he looks absolutely fantastic, he says, um, he's lost some of his strength and they have to be able to do five pull-ups there. And he said he can only do three now. And he was worried. And he did say like, if I can't pass this, depending on where they drop me to, I might just come home because if they're going to send me back to the beginning, I'm not going back to the beginning. I'm not doing this shit again. So I'm kind of like, well, I didn't hear from him. And when they do the separation platoons, like, and all that, like, usually you kind of hear from them, like, pretty quickly because they'll say, I'm coming home. And I haven't heard, so I'm, like, assuming everything's okay. And I keep, like, asking the other moms in the group, like, uh, did you guys hear anything? Does anybody know? Like, if anybody got sent home, if anybody failed? And, like, nobody knows anything. Oh, but... Remember before I was telling you that there was this one mom who The was, one that's like ready to go down there and yell at the drill Yes, sergeant? she's in that platoon. You, oh, your baby's platoon? Yes, and her son is in that platoon. And I asked him if he knew a couple different names, and he recognized the one, and he said he doesn't care for him because he's always got some snarky comment to make, and I just don't like his face for some reason. And I was like, oh my, and that's him just being funny. Right, but that's right? not Christopher. I know, but he just, he was funny. And I'm like, and now I'm like, oh, now I know why, because his mom is like that. His mom is just one of those, listen to me, let's like, I'm such a badass. I say all this shit, listen to everything I have to say. I need all this attention. And you're like, oh God, I can't even sit in the group all the time because she gets on my nerves so bad because it's, it's nonstop. Like she doesn't stop talking about herself and how cool she is all the time. So I thought that was pretty funny. So I wrote him back. And of course, to say congratulations, everything. And how did it go? That kind of thing. And then I said, oh, and by the way, the person who you said you didn't hear for too much, well, the apple didn't far, far from the tree because she's not a very good, she's not a very nice person. She's kind of a pain in the ass. I mean, she probably is fine. Who knows? But yeah, she comes off very, very fucking obnoxious in that group. But it's almost here. I know. It's almost here. It's like, oh my God, like one month from now, I'll be in South Carolina seeing my baby and I cannot wait. Right. And Katie is officially at the halfway point of her pregnancy. I know. Oh my God. Tell everybody what happened. So Saturday, my sister, uh, by the way, happy birthday, Kira, because this is, we never remember her birthday on the podcast. And this is the first time since her birthday that we've recorded. So happy birthday, Kira. Happy birthday. So Kira had her birthday party and... I'm, I was running around all that day trying to get everything ready, and Katie um, met me at the house, and Paco took us over and dropped us off, and we're up there, and she's like, Mom. I'm like, what? And she was like, if you press right here, you can feel the baby. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm and I was like, it is too early for that, Katie. You cannot. And I put my hand on her stomach, and her whole belly moved. 
That's how hard that baby kicked. It was like, oh. boom, boom, boom. Of course, I didn't turn off my fucking notifications. You never do. Have, if you see my fucking TikToks where I'm like, God damn it. But I never turn off my fucking notifications. But I'm doing that right as we speak. Boom, boom, okay. off. She needs to come over to my house. I want to feel baby. You can. I have baby <laughs> fever so bad. Not for me, but for somebody else. I just need a baby around. Yes, I need baby fever. So I, I got I to feel the baby move. Um... We went to a bridal expo at Hundred Acre Farm on Sunday, and let me just tell you, they gave away so much fucking food. Did they? So much food. I had sliders. I had fried Oreos. I had (laughs) caviar for the first time. How was that? Disgusting. It tasted like bait. Yeah? Caviar is not good. I don't give a fuck. I know that it's supposed to be this fancy bullshit that's like, oh, do you have any grape coupon? No. A grape coupon. <laughs> no, and I know it's whale eggs or fish eggs, but it tastes like ass and sadness, and oh I don't God. want it anymore. Ass and sadness. I can now say that I have tried it, and it's disgusting. Okay, well, I mean, at least you tried something. There was this one place that had these little good humor fucking cupcakes. Well, they were like little pink. You know the good humor strawberry shortcake bar with like the. Oh my God. There was this one place that had these cupcakes. They were giving out little mini cupcakes that tasted just like them and had like the crumbles on top. And I was like, holy shit. My fat ass wants all of them. All of them. So they were just giving it away if you were at this bridal expo? Yeah. I had brisket. I had macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I had cupcakes. I had torts. I had this little cream dessert that was really amazing with some fruit on it. Um, I had a crab cake. I had... And it's all free. Did you have to pay to get into the bridal expo? Five dollars. That's it? You got all that? Damn, I should go next time just to eat. I'm thinking I'm just going to put my name in as bride-to-be at these bridal expos just to get the free stuff. <laughs> you really should. Just, they were giving away free alcohol. Really? Yes. Like, they were not joking around. Like, they were like, come and taste everything. And Hundred Acre Farm is beautiful. When Bruce and I were like, okay, we're going to get married. And we ended up doing it at my mom's house, obviously. But before we decided to do it that, to do it that soon, we had looked at Hundred Acre Farm. Yeah, Rachel has decided not to. It ends up being very pricey. It's like $20,000. Right. At minimum, so there's almost. a there's a barn in Bel Air that is has everything included, kind of like the um, place Kira got married, the Executive Banquet Hall. Yeah, that's where I was going to end up doing right, it. Yeah, because everything was included. Right, the cake, ice sculpture, the whole nine yards. Right, Hundred Acre Farm. It's twelve thousand dollars just for the venue. What is it, Hundred Acre Farm? Yeah, yeah. No, I know, but that's only for like four hours, and if you need right. six. Right. Then you got all this extra, and then the food and all that. It comes out to, like, 20 grand by the time you're all done. Right. Yeah. So, April, Rachel was like, there's a barn in Bel Air for, like, 16 grand, and I can have everything I need included in flowers, everything. She was like, so, you know. Oh, nice. So, do they have a date yet? Um, Either October or November of next year. So, it's, I don't know. But you know what's going to happen if Paco doesn't marry me? Oh, my God. If Paco doesn't marry me soon, Jamie's going to start making bad choices. Lord forbid Paco and I break up because I'm going to lose my whole entire sense of well-being. First of all, I'm going to have to get an OnlyFans to make ends meet. <laughs> Second of all, oh I'm God. probably going to throw my number at one of these halfway house hoodlums that come into the DMV. And I'm going to end up with a drug dealer because I'm going to want to change him. Then I'm going to end up popping off to one, the wrong one of his friends, get murdered, and end up on the first 48. 
that's going to be my life if Paco doesn't marry me. All I can say right now, and I meant, I think I mentioned to you before, but I said it to Bruce, and he was like, oh, yeah, absolutely, that's, that's really going to happen. If this podcast ever does truly take off. Now, mind you, there's like 10,000 people that listen to us weekly on the radio. Right. And you would think nobody listens to us at all. Right. Because nobody really, like, nobody 10,000 people, nobody really writes in, nobody says anything, but everybody tunes in all the time for us on the WMLD. If this ever does truly get big, big, and maybe we hit, maybe, I don't know, 20,000 people are going to tack the fuck out of that guy for you because they're going to like you so much. They're going to be like, what's the matter with you, dude? They're going to go so fucking hard on Paco. They're going to go a little hard on you, too. Like, sweet. Like, I don't know why you're saying that. Like, just live. And then there's going to be other ones that are like, oh, my God. Like, why are you even with him? Like, he's awful. He's just never going to marry Because I stay with him because I lurge him. And to be fair, as much as I want to get married, Paco's very good to me. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's what's going to happen. You watch. They're going to be like, oh, my God. Because everybody's got to have an opinion about what somebody else is doing. And because we're kind of right, but sort of open about things, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen to me when I, when I, if me and Paco break up. I'm going to be, I'm not going to want to be in love anymore. I'm just going to go out and put, find love in the prison system like my sister <laughs> Carrie. prison system. Stop it. Don't say that. I'm going to end up on the first 48. Well... I have a really good segue. I am not cut out for these streets. <laughs> <laughs> She's cut out for prison. Not these streets, though. But not the streets. So, just prison. That's only because I can eat pussy to survive. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. I know. She's so cringe. She's like, oh, my God, stop it. Why do you have to say Why do you have to be so gross? Why do you have to be so vulgar? Ugh. Okay, and then, yeah. like, we hang up over here, and I'm, like, the worst one. <laughs> like, you know what? You are to me as I am to Beth. Yes. So, like, when I talk to Beth on the phone, she's like, oh, my God. Like, I can't even have you on speaker. Oh, my God. And then here I am thinking I'm, like, the prudiest of the prude. And then it kind of goes, like, this way, doesn't it? It's uh-huh. like, you're, like, pretty vulgar. And then I'm medium vulgar. And then Beth is kind of, like, not, not vulgar at all. Not so at all. So, it's, like, so funny, like, how that works out. Like, I've got, like, the best of both worlds going. But speaking of how you're not made for these streets. Well, back in medieval Germany. <laughs> So a friend of ours named Megan, and we actually talked about her. I think we talked about her before. She didn't yep. know she was pregnant. Right. She didn't know she was pregnant, but she's pregnant now, and she knows. And she knows she's pregnant this time. It's a and everybody, everybody picked at her. I think everybody's like, oh, we all get to know that you're pregnant this time? Way to go. Can I tell you that she walked into Kira's party, and the first thing I did was go right for her belly, and I was rubbing her belly, and I was like, hi, little girl. And I was like, I'm sorry, but I didn't get to do this with Nikki. She was like, bitch, you're going to die. <laughs> Well, and I think if you listen to the podcast, you'll know that I'm just obsessed with women who don't know they're pregnant because I just don't understand it. And I remember I went over and had her do my hair and my nails one day and she was, you know, gracious enough because she's such a cool person. She is. She's amazing. She's so unpretentious and, oh, you want to know what happened? Let me just tell you what happened. And it was one of the best stories ever. But she posted today this little meme. And now I don't know how true it is. But it says, the good old days, it says, in medieval Germany, married couples could legally settle their disputes by fighting a marital duel. I'm going to be having me a marital duel next time Bruce gets on my nerves. I'm going to do I don't a think hole, you, stick him in there. I don't think you should be swinging a bag of anything in that man. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I mean, and were they allowed to kill him? I don't know. Well, let's figure but it I out. But th- I'm sure it didn't fucking feel good. <laughs> it says, to even the field... The man had to fight from inside a hole with one arm tied behind his back. The woman was free to move and was armed with a sack filled with rocks. 
I'm gonna beat. That's probably where I'm gonna beat you with a bag of rocks. Come from? Maybe. Maybe. Well, I'm just thinking. Like, so it's funny. Like the other day, <laughs> we were like laid on the couch. We do this all the time, and we lay on the couch, and and I'm laying on the couch, and I put my legs or my feet in his lap, and he usually like, rubs my feet for me or something. That's my favorite thing. He's got like the best hands ever. He just takes care of my feet all the time. And uh, he went to go get up, and I didn't want him to get up, so I was like trying to push my leg on him so he can't get up. He's like, are you really trying right now? And he just, like, whooped me out of the way. And I was really trying. He just moved me out of the way like I was a rag doll. I'm like, okay, Mr., you know, so strong, whatever. But, yes, I thought that was pretty interesting. I do think that's pretty interesting. Well, look, if Paco doesn't marry you in, like, the next two years, you dig a hole. We're digging a hole, bitch. And you're going to do a, um, a mar- marital, mar- duel. marital duel, like, to be. I can and... fight you to the death with this bag of rocks, or you can marry me and yes. live with me till death do us part. Which one is it? Because he's going to be in a hole with his hand tied behind his back, and you're going to have a sack of rocks. Right. And you're just going to beat him until he agrees to right. a-, a day. Speaking of that, like, not so much that, but I have this, I have this, um, I have this article from the Beaverton. Um, is it true? I don't know. But it's 2022 and there's been a lot of talk of the aliens. Oh, I believe in aliens. Danielle completely does, but I have something. And it says that NASA, like I said, oh. Beaverton, the Beaverton. What is the Beaverton? It's an online magazine, I guess. The Beaverton.com. Okay. Okay, so NASA warns alien life may not be fuckable. Fuckable. Like, mateable. Like, you can't fuck an alien. It says Washington following. What the shit? What the hell? It says Washington. Picture, picture it. Washington. 2022. Anyway. Following a recent uptick tick in UFO interest, NASA cautioned curious citizens against the, against the notion that extraterrestrial life will be sexually desirable. Oh my gosh, my seven-year-old singing at the top of his lungs right now. Do you hear him? <laughs> yes. NASA's interstellar <laughs> sexual health <laughs> spokesperson that can't, this can't be real. It's not real. There's no it way NASA, NASA has an interstellar sexual health spokesman. <laughs> and her, her name is Clarice. No, it can't be Clarice Cravolt. No, it's not real. Decried the golden age of sci-fi in the 60s and 70s for creating unrealistic templates for attractive aliens. Horny writers who were paid the... Horny writers? Horny writers who were paid paid by the world to appeal to teenagers set a standard that lingers to this day, Clarice explains. Do not expect aliens to be ageless nymphic (laughs) figures... That are fascinated by our native way, our naive ways, or our statuesque stoic warriors who somehow find nebbish heroes charming. That's what she said. I don't know what a nebbish, nebbish. hero. Okay. Mrs. Cravall sternly condemned the popular assumption that aliens will be attractive humanoids with quirky secondary traits. What would be the evolutionary advantage for having cat-like eyes or techni- tentacle hair? Seriously, she said. NASA released an accompanying document to inform citizens who await close encounters of the carnal kind of the world. <laughs> the carnal kind. Oh, my God. Variety of unappealing, unappealing phenotypes that could exist in the universe. It's the enti- it's, it is entirely possible that first contact takes place with an intersectoid creature who lays thousands of glittering eggs, a self-reproducing slime, 
would also have no use for uh, our rudimentary genitals. So basically they're saying that they probably fertilize their own eggs. If the aliens are gaseous sprite that communicates telepathically, where would you even, where would you even how is what it says. So I guess they're just making fun of like the Star Wars, the Star Trek like aliens that they always had on the show. Yeah. NASA later clarified that this announcement is the first step to preparing humanity for intergalactic relations. There's a perspective, a perci- oh, pervasive? Pervasive, yep. There's a pervasive idea that our repulsive meat-based species, <laughs> meat-based, <laughs> full of blood, pus, and other fluids, can somehow put a Starfleet uniform and charm on, <laughs> charm oh one God. that has gotten its shit together and explored the stars. We don't want your baser it instincts to embarrass us in front of the intergalactic community so basically they're like don't hit on the aliens you're gonna embarrass the humans for now faced with the dark expanse of an empty sky humanity can only dream you know what though god i can't that can't be real that can't be real and first of all i don't know like they found a second Earth. They found another planet that, like... They always say they found some kind of Earth. This is like their millionth fucking Earth. That's all I ever hear. We found another planet that could be an Earth. I mean, what if... Aliens are fuckable. <laughs> what? <laughs> do you really want to go down this road? Like, do you want to what, talk about it? Who are we to say that they don't have genitalia? I can't imagine they wouldn't. They would need something in order for them to reproduce. Right. They'd have to have something... They, they could actually lay eggs. But chickens lay eggs. They have a hoo-ha. Hen, or roosters fertilize the egg because they have a pecker. Roosters, pecker. So even the so ones... What do they do? Just walk around, like put their pecker out and just shoot stuff all over eggs on the ground? I don't fucking know how that works. Because I really want to know. Or do they like mate? And I think it they goes mate. up into the egg. They mate and it goes up into the... It fertilizes the eggs and then the eggs drop. Because I'm like, otherwise it's kind of like, you know, a hose and it's just... Right. On the eggs, right? Right. So, <laughs> I'm saying, like, we don't know shit about these things because we haven't seen them yet. We, I, As far as I can know, they could, like, look just like you and me and be walking around here with schlongs of fucking eight feet long. Like, we don't know. Eight feet long schlongs? Or a tentacle for a, for a penis. Well, what do they have? They have, like, um, what is it? Um, octopi? They have some kind of weird thing that acts as their little pecker, and it's kind of right. like a tentacle type thing. Right. Even sharks may, like, I don't see them not being able to mate. I don't, they would have to have some way to preserve their life and move on, I would think. Right. That would be the one thing, is, I would think. Right. Huh. I, I don't, I don't really know what to think about that, but, um, okay, well, that's interesting. Um, I don't know, but once we, the first fucking piece of animal, or alien porn that comes out, I'm going to be watching it. Alien porn. I think anybody would be watching alien porn at that point. Because now I'm curious. Well, speaking of aliens, all right, did you ever watch the Leah Remini thing when she did the show about Scientology? A little bit of it. I was obsessed with it. So was Kira. I was obsessed. I actually went and got the book, the Dietetics book. Uh Uh-huh. Because I thought... By L. Ron Hubbard? Mm-hmm. I actually went and got it. And I never got to read all of it because, God forbid, I have a minute to do anything besides I remember how do this, that but. commercial used to be, like, the biggest thing in the 80s. L. Yeah, Ron yes. Hubbard. Um, well, what I thought was interesting about our show is they say, like, if you 
go against Scientology, they go on a smear campaign, basically, right, right. about you. I forget what the hell they call it at this point, but they go on a smear campaign. Yeah. Well, with Leah Remini, they took somebody. They're shunned. Just like. Yeah, they're shunned, but then you're also, like, nobody from Scientology is allowed to talk to you. Right. And then they go on a smear campaign. So, what they did was, and it's not there anymore, but the Church of Scientology did a, an entire website. It's called Leah Remini. Hold on, what does it say? Leah Remini, the facts.org. And if you click on it, it actually says 2022 Church of Scientology. So they have a whole page just to, just for Just her. to fucking make her out to look crazy. Well, because they're doing a whole, she did a whole mm-hmm. show on them and everything else. And they got her ex-assistant or somebody they said was her assistant to say that she was um, racist. Mm-hmm. And it was on this page and I saved it. And now it's not there anymore. So I don't know if they were forced to take it down because she was like, I ain't fucking playing with you. I'll see the balls off of you. Yeah. And that's probably what happened because she is actually in the running to take over Wedding Wings' show. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, I kind of thought it was interesting. They posted it and it really backfired on them because everybody that found out about it was like, oh, my God, look who owns the page. And then as soon as people realize who owns the page, and if you scroll down, it says it's, you know. You're right. They're like, oh, my God, they're doing that thing that they do, the smear campaign. But they call it something else, and I can't remember what it is right now. And that was insane. Scientology is no fucking joke, man. These people are fucking crazy. I wish she would come back out with the show. Personally. So do I. I That show was amazeballs. I don't know how you didn't get stuck on it. I did. Oh. Did you did we talk about Jussie Smollett? No. Jussie Smollett. Did no, the, the guy who um said that the white men jumped him and it was black men and mm-hmm. it, yeah. Well, he got sentenced to jail for staging a hate crime. Finally, yeah. he went to court and But he only spent him. like a week though. Yeah, it didn't go anything. And then somebody was saying, um, I guess he was saying, I am not suicidal, so if anything happens to me when I go in there, just know I did not do it to myself, and you must all know that. Like, he was just acting crazy. So I don't know if he was going to try and stage his own fucking, like, suicide or what, because he just does not want to admit what he's done and what everybody else knows he's done. Right. You spent a whole fucking week in jail. Get over yourself. Like, he needs to just go away forever. Well, he's just done, and he won't realize that he's done. Like, that's his problem. Like, he does not want to just admit what he did and move on and move on with his life. He continues to say he didn't do what he did, that we all know he did. Right. It was on video. Like, and it's like, we all know that you did it. The people that did it to you admitted that, you know, what happened and they were able to prove that stuff. So I thought that was interesting and we didn't get a chance to talk to about it. And I know it's kind of old news, um, but I wanted to just mention it real quick. Speaking of people who can't get over themselves. Oh, is this a Kanye moment? God. You know Kanye what? Kanye gives us so much material. I have like 17 Kanye West articles right now. But let's just read the headlines. And we'll read... Okay, so first of all, Kanye West declares himself dead in the new poem following a funeral. Um, It says, Snoop Dogg slant... Nope, that's not the right one. There's <laughs> so many, you're like, wait a minute. Right. Kanye West declares himself dead in new poem following funeral rehearsal plans. So he wrote a poem and declared himself dead because good fucking Lord, why wouldn't he? Um, He's fighting with (laughs) Steve Harvey 
and D.L. Hughley. And this shit is fucking hysterical. So apparently D.L. Hughley had said something on a show in an interview about Kanye and was like, the dude needs some help, blah, blah, blah. Well, Kanye took it as an insult. And he said something about the way D.L. Hughley dresses. So they started on Twitter or something. Basically, it says they may be a lull. There may be a lull in Kanye's social media in recent days, but D.L. Hughley isn't quite finished with the rap mogul. Hughley captured West's attention after the comedian spoke with Vlad TV about the ongoing drama involving Kanye West and ex-wife Kim. Hughley stated that West is stalking Kardashian and said if the rapper wasn't a billionaire but an average everyday person, he would have been hit with, an, with a restraining order and probably been arrested by now. Mm. Which is absolutely correct. So it says, Ye is at it again, huh? Well, but at least I wasn't crying on the phone about how big Peter is. What? So if you want to back her, if you want her back instead of acting up, why don't you try doing some dick ups? <laughs> oh my god. Dick ups. Dick oh my ups. god, dick up. Is that what DL Hughley said? Yeah, he said it to me. And he, so, he said to Kanye, he said, you say I'm broke, but I know that you're broken. You say I, it's like a little, like. This is what DL Hughley said, yeah. is saying to Kanye. Yes. Oh, sorry, I'm like making my, uh. But I know that you're broken. Here. You say I'm a has-been, but I know you've never been happy. This is an incarnation of the same guy that we all see, that we see all the time. But you know, and I know, that it's the empty wagon that makes all the noise. All of the threats, all of the complaints, all of the curious things you do. Interestingly, you said we'll probably end up being friends after I after I can explain your jokes. If you can explain my jokes, how come you can't explain your behavior? Mm. So he talked about how D.L. Hughley dresses. And D.L. Hughley was like, you got the nerve to talk about how I dress. All the people in your head and not a single one has a Macy's card. Oh my god. Oh my god, no he didn't. So, oh my all those people in your head. Oh my god. Yeah, so then oh, damn. Steve Harvey says to Kanye, Boy, you better stop it because we're from a pool up and get some generation. Like you can run your mouth on the internet, but we're about to come to your house and beat your ass. Oh my like, god. Which Steve is, ain't doing it to anybody. Which is basically what he said. Hold on. He's, he's gonna have to get his grandson to come help right. his ass to take him somewhere. Right. I like Steve Harvey, but come on. Right, and so Steve Harvey was like, um, he said, hmm, ain't it weird that Kanye supposedly has all these goons who will, who will for him, but not one of them will go get his prescription filled. <laughs> here's, here's a thought, while you're on your way to kill me in, Cala, in Calabasas, how about somebody drop by CVS and pick up his Xanax? <laughs> ain't no way in hell I'll ever be scared of a dude who wears... I know what you did last summer, Boots. <laughs> he does! I'm so glad he said that because he wears, like, the weirdest fashion. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but I yes. guess fashion is subjective. Uh, okay, so so he didn't talk about how how D.L. Hughley dressed. He talked about Steve Harvey's dressing. Steve Harvey's dressing nice. How dare you talk about the way someone dresses? Look at you, he tweeted. All those people in your head and not one of them got a Macy's card. So he is the one that said it. Yeah, he did? Steve Harvey. He added, do you know how horrible you gotta be to make a Kardashian date a white man? Oh, Wait, Steve Harvey said that to He said Yee? that to Yee. Oh, oh my. So, yeah. So then, Soja Boy 
You know, that guy that, that had one song. He threatened Pete Davidson and was like, stop playing or we're going to come mush you. It says, oh after God. taunting Kanye West just last month, Soulja Boy has once again inserted himself in the love triangle of Yee, Kim Kardashian, and Pete Davidson. This time, Soulja Boy is going at Pete Davidson. Following Pete Davidson seemingly having enough and going at, when he, like, when he told Kanye West that he was in bed with his wife last week. Yeah, I thought that was pretty shitty. He said, you better watch your mouth, motherfucking N-word. Motherfucking Yep. <laughs> I do N-word. not like how you talking to Kanye, said Soldier Boy. Can't no one talk to Kanye like that but me. What the fuck? You mean you laying up in bed with his wife? He can pull up and do a, do this and that? Boy, stop playing before we come and mush your punk ass. That's what he said. Soldier added, PSA, watch your fucking mouth when you're talking to Kanye like that. I don't know who the fuck you think it you is. But you got big, you, you're not big Draco. Who's big Draco? Do not talk to Kanye like that no more, or you gonna have me on your ass. N-word. Goddamn, oh my god. Goddamn Kim Kardashian got you feeling yourself a little bit too much. Got to bring you back to reality, skeet. Big Draco is an album by Soulja Boy. Oh, oh, yeah. He had a song. I mean, he had an album, but did anybody really listen to it? I have no idea, but I'm just like, holy crap, I don't even know what to think about all that. That's so crazy yeah. To so me. so now he's got <gasps> all these like, what? Oh my god, this guy just got. Oh my god, no! Oh my god! What are you watching? I'm so sorry. I got like a notification, and it was I got. I'm gonna put it on our page. Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't watch this again. You guys are going to cringe, cringe. I am so sorry, but... Anyway, so... Anyway, go ahead. So, Kanye West oh, is God. fighting with everybody. So, and then he... He called Trevor, no- Trevor Noah, who is a talk show host, and he's also hosting the Grammys. And I don't know exactly what he called him. Um... Well, because he's obviously he said something terrible, but nobody knows what he said, and maybe we just need to know that it probably was, you know. So it was apparently K Baya, my lord, K Baya, my lord, Kai Baya, ooh, lord, Kai Baya. He wrote mocking the comedian using racial racial slurs. Anyway, so Trevor Noah is hosting the Grammys. Kanye was scheduled to play at the Grammys, right? But because he attacked him for God knows what reason, mm-hmm. they said they pulled him from the show. They're like, you're not going to be performing at the Grammys. You're just not going to do it. Right. Well, Trevor Noah is taking the higher road, even though, you know, he was the one that was attacked. He's saying that we should cancel Kanye, like get him help before we cancel him. But he has already lost the Grammys. He has already lost fucking Coachella. Like... I feel like we got to stop pulling him from stuff because he's going to lose his mind. I feel like Kanye's going to be the next alleged O.J. Simpson. Like, he's going to fucking try <gasps> to kill oh, Kim Kardashian. I hope not. I don't want to put like, that in the atmosphere. Is, he is unstable. I don't know. He's unstable. I don't know. I don't want to put it in the atmosphere because that's some awful shit. That yeah, we found, but, but you know? it's, it's giving me, like, scary, scary vibes. No, I totally understand. I think, um... It's in, well because you know the Kardashians are getting ready to come out with the new show on right. um, Hulu, and so now their entire run that they had before on E is on Hulu. So I'm sort of binging that right now. 
not because I really care about them so much because I cannot, I can do my work and there's nothing really I want to watch right now and it's just whatever, right? But now I'm kind of like getting into it a little bit because she's getting ready to marry Chris Humphreys. That's where I'm at in things. And I'm like, oh, that's so weird. And then there was a spot where she saw Kanye in New York when she went to New York. And I thought there was a spark between them then. And that was like way before she even married Chris Humphreys. So now she's in Bora Bora and, you know, Chris Humphreys kind of looks like an asshole. He kind of just seems like a sarcastic fucking dick. And she's getting ready to marry him. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so weird. And now I'm kind of a little invested because I'm like, wow, so much has changed. Like, you know, she's only got one child. Courtney does with Scott Disick. They're still together. And you can see, like, Courtney up- has, oh, you mean with where Courtney. you're at now. Yeah, where you're at now. She only has the one child with him because they end up having three, I think, don't they? Uh-huh. They have three. So then she has three with him. They never get married. And you can see how uptight she is with him because of his behaviors and his drinking and that kind of stuff. And now you can, it's like, you almost want to like jump in the screen and be like, you're going to end up with the drummer from Blink-182 and you're going to be so happy. And you're going to be like, you know, a little emo girl. And you're going to be one, because apparently there's like something on there where they say she, they want to have a baby together. I'm like, she's a little old. Like she's kind of up there in age, but I don't know. But anyway, I thought it was interesting just because so much in that family is you see so much of what goes on. And they're so mean to their mom, by the way. They're so mean to Chris Jenner all mm-hmm. the fucking time. They're so mean to her. Like they don't have their whole entire careers to thank for that one. I know. I'm telling you, like the way she just spins things and gets things. I'm like, I wish I could get a Chris Jenner because I would be fucking unstoppable. Like somebody like her would be like, this is what we're going to do. This is what you get it. Because I have a good ass work ethic, but I will tell you this. Kim may be famous for nothing, but she works her fucking balls off. That woman is constantly doing something all the time, and she is constantly making sure she's where she's supposed to be, that she gets it the way it's done, she's taking meetings. And it definitely gives me a different perspective on them. I don't really, like, pick at them as much anymore, because, holy fuck, would it be awesome to have that life? Yeah, but, but it's they also... they do work really hard. First of all, they had money before they she got famous. They had money before she yeah, got they famous. Yeah, they weren't poor. Second of all... For sure. It's easier for her to be at work all the time when she has nannies and she has... Well, now, but back then, just in terms of her work ethic, like where she had to go and what she had to do and how busy she was, I was impressed with her hustle. Like, she definitely is a person who works very hard and, um, but they, they even had their own stores before that. They, each one of them owned, like, they had the Dash stores and then there was another baby store, I forget what it was called, but... They actually own clothing stores. So they, before that, the cameras even showed up, they were already entrepreneurs. They had their own clothing stores and things like that. So they were already doing stuff and they, I don't know. It was just, it's an interesting family. I don't, would never want my life on display like them because I don't think I could handle the pressure that they're under and right. the constant scrutiny that they're under. Um, but if I could get a Chris Jenner in my life, I probably would be like fucking unstoppable. I have to say that. It's, it's very interesting. So... Khloe Kardashian um, took Yee's side at something. I'm not sure what it was. But everybody's like, all these people are like, I can't believe you're with Pete Davidson. So I I looked into this, and Pete Davidson has dated some prime girl real estate. Let's yeah, just put great it like that. shit, yeah. So I feel like the rumors about his huge fucking massive dick have to be true. Like, Carly Aquilino, it's her, she was apparently on something called, um, 
oh my god, my daughter's TV's on in the other room. It's like between right my little one singing and her TV. If you guys hear that, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I need to get she was on a, a show called Girl Code. Okay. All right, and then we have Cassie David. Never heard and of her. And she couple dated. I don't know who she is. But she says that she broke up with him because of his mental health struggles, mm. which he talks about avidly. He's mm-hmm. a big in the health, mental health advocate. Then he dated Ariana Grande. Right. Not only did he date Ariana Grande, they dated for like three months, were engaged, were completely in love, also mm-hmm. got tattoos mm-hmm. of their name. Um. Then Kate fucking Beckinsale. I remember that. Kate Beckinsale is hot. She's so fucking hot. She is so hot. And she's this tiny ass little fucking thing. And she's like old. She is older, but she's badass. Right. And she's stunning. So then he dated her. And then Margaret Qualley. And she's beautiful too. She looks Never like some type of Italian model. I'm, I don't know what the fuck. She's an actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never heard of her. Kia Gerber, I don't know who she is either, but I think that she's a model. But his parents, his parent, her parents didn't like him. Oh well. Phoebe Donovor, she's cute too, but she's an actress. Oh, she's Bridgerton. She's the um, Lady Bridgerton. Is she? Yeah, she's the main character on Bridgerton. So he dated her too, and now there's Kim Kardashian. So. He is basically out there dating, like, these gorgeous fucking women. Mm-hmm. So there's something about him that is so appealing that he keeps attracting these women. So, I mean, I, too, love a funny man. And Pete Davidson is funny. But... I'm oh, sorry. He still reminds me of a friend that we used to have. His dick's probably, like, he's probably hung like a fucking giraffe. Well, we had a friend that we will, um, rename... We'll call him Rich. Okay. He does not at all. No, you know how he was kind of like, oh, he's such a good time, he's funny, blah, blah, blah. But then he's like, sad, oh, you deserve better than me, and I'm just depressed. No, because he, he never me. did that, that to me because he wasn't him. trying to sleep with me. No, I... But if you were, that's what he, he reminds me of. Pete Davidson has a similar vibe for me with that. that yeah, maybe. kind of like that. Um, but I know that, um, what's his face with the 7,000 fucking kids? What's his name? No, what's this guy? The one that they, they gave him, like, a condom machine because he keeps up. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon came and said he's such a sweet, delicate person. But then he was, like, fucking texting Kanye, like, I'm in white, I'm in bed with your fucking wife. Like, I well, think he should have just shut the fair, fuck up. I mean, there's only so much that you can take. No, I do agree, but at and some point in time... And he coming at him, coming at him, coming at him. He should have just... He and he, he should have probably just left it alone. He should have left it but alone. But at the end of the day, he's still a man, and he was like, you know what, fuck this motherfucker. I'm not backing down from him, and this is what I'm going to say to him. But and like, whether he didn't it was have the, to do that. Whether it was in the heat of the moment or whatnot, if it was right or it was wrong, they, everybody has their breaking point. And mm. to be fair... He's not that delicate is what I'm saying, though. He's oh, not no, that he's, he's not a bitch. He's gonna not gonna take it. And he, somebody had to fucking come out. He had to defend himself. He was starting to look like a bitch. I don't think so. I think to me it looked like yeah, he was taking the high road. We're because... girls. To other men, he was starting to look like a bitch. He was starting to look so. weak. And with that man mentality, I don't think he's so. like, I'm not sticking up for myself. I'm not. I'm just letting this come at me. I have to say something. 
And he did. And he did it while he was in bed with Kanye's wife. Well, at the end of the day, everybody knows that he won. He's got what Kanye wants. So yeah, I mean, he I didn't have understand. to say shit besides, you know what? You know what he could have done? Hear me out. Picture it. Instagram. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> in the future. <laughs> this is what he could have done. He could have shut the fuck up, not said anything. You know what he could have done? He could have posted, because he doesn't post on Instagram often. Like, apparently his Instagram, like, sometimes he has it, sometimes he doesn't. He barely uses it. He could have did a picture of him grabbing her ass and him, like, kissing her neck, looking at the camera with her face in that way. And that would have shut everybody the fuck up. He would have grabbed that big, juicy Kardashian ass. I don't think it would have shut anybody up. I yes, it would have. Like, he didn't like, have to say shit. That would have been the ultimate, I got what you want. I don't got to say nothing. All I'm going to do is post pictures of how I'm kissing her neck and grabbing her big, fat ass. And, you know, my big, apparent, alleged dong is in your wife. And I don't need to say nothing else. I just need to keep fucking her and posting on Instagram how I have her and you don't. That would have been even way better than him sending a text message on in the bed with her wife. No. Right. But Send that a picture was, of him grabbing her but ass. But then Kanye was like, oh, look what he said to me. After you didn't just say 50 million terrible I things. I know, but these are like grown adults. Like Kanye's right. older and Pete Davidson is what, 28 or something. He's like young. Right. He's, he does not care. He's young. But I think he, if he would have done that, that would have been like, oh, damn. Like that would have been crazy. Nah. Oh my God, did you see what he posted? I think it's funny. I think it's funny what he did. I think that when he was like, when Kanye was like, where are you at? And he was like, in bed with your wife. <laughs> like, basically, he was like, you're going to stop coming at me, blah, blah, blah. And then Kanye continued to come at him. He was just basically saying, look, Because dude, Kanye's a narcissist. Dude, you need to stop. You like, can't I, win. I've had it. I've had it with you coming at me. You please just relax. Like, we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah. And then... Kanye, instead of being like, you know what, you're right, he fired at him and was like, well, what the fuck, let's pull up, let's do this, where you at? And him what being- you, where are you at? Him being the <laughs> fucking comedian and sarcastic little bastard that he is was like, um, I'm in bed with your wife. Click. It was a comeback. He was being attacked again. It was a comeback. I don't see a problem with it. I think it's fucking hysterical. I think well, that Kanye is going to become very dangerous, though. Very soon. And I feel like somebody better reel him the fuck in. Well, what I can tell you is that a lot of people are like, Kanye is a straight up narc. Like, he's a oh, narcissist yeah, he's, he's absolutely a narcissist. So, but the problem is, and I will know. I know. I have to deal with one. I'm going to tell you. I don't even know if that's an appropriate word for this particular person. But the one thing that they will always tell you is you don't feed into them. Because they're empty, right? These people are empty. They don't have anything going on for themselves. So the one thing about it is they don't care if they're getting attention, whether it's negative attention or positive attention. If you come back into them and you you show them any kind of attention in any kind of way, shape, or form, here you go, show them attention, even if it's bad, they're like, oh, look, I affected them to a point where they reacted badly to me because I can affect them. Right. right. So the worst thing he could do was fire back if he truly is indeed a narcissist. Or he was just fed the fuck up. You want to, well, all it does is feed into it. It's like, oh, now we're going. It feeds into them. So imagine they're empty. And then all of a sudden they now have a fire burning and they want to keep that going because it makes them happy to fucking drive somebody else crazy. But if you ignore them, gray rock them. Gray rock them means you kind of just like, you know, keep it very business. You don't react to all of their craziness because they will go on these little narcissistic rants and everything else. 
you want to ignore all of that and you want to get to the bottom of what it is and just sort of answer yes, no, give very little information. And you do not absolutely 125% do not want to give them any emotion whatsoever. The emotion is what they want. So in right. my idea, in my mind, the fact that he went back and did it, he just was like, oh, Kanye kind of won because he got the emotion out of him. We're going to have to degree, agree to disagree on well, this. Well, I mean, yes, I, is it good, is it good, a good saga? Is it something like, oh my God, we ah. got to watch it happen? But I'm telling you, if he would have said nothing and just posted nothing but pictures of him fondling Kim Kardashian's hot little ass, that would have been all he needed to do. He never has to fire anything back. And he really is going to make Kanye lose his mind even more. I mean, I don't see why she's that great of a prize, but that's just me. Well, look, I mean, look at who she is, first right. of all. You know what I mean? Right. She's probably arguably, depending on who you ask, one of the hottest women in the entire world. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I need to fuck a, a celebrity and leave the sex tape. That's that's my new goal. You can't in life. use that forever with her. That but happened that's, a million years ago. But that's, and look what she's done with herself. Right, since then. and good for her. Like she's really taken that and enterprise off of it. And she, do I think that Kim Kardashian is a great businesswoman? Yes, I do. But she I, takes the opportunities and works her balls right, off. I do think that because her mother taught her well. Like she did, but then she, she has a it. hell of she a fucking role model. But at the same time, I mean, look at all her. I mean, actually, it, it's I'm not. I don't know. It sounds like I'm like a part. I wouldn't Kardashian call her a role ma- right model. Um, well, I don't know. I think it's it's good to have like women who like take something they build something. I mean, anytime we have a woman doing something big, I think we should be very proud of that. Oh, I'm, I'm you know, and people, women say that her skims line is like aces. It's affordable. It's like semi affordable, and it's actually very good quality made. Like a lot of women are like, look, I don't like her, but they'll do it all the time on TikTok, and they'll be saying like, now Kylie, her swimwear. On the other hand, nobody likes Kylie swimwear at all. Like, it's this tiny little shred of fabric down there. And people are like, my chocha is going to suck in this fabric. I do. It's not good. I do like little Kylie Jenner's makeup. Yeah, so makeup, I think a lot of people talk about her makeup is, is pretty good. But she came out with this swimwear line. Oh, yeah, I seen it. And you can see right through it. Yeah. And it's this tiny little thing. And it's, women are like, not, my chocha's like two inches wide. At least Kim wide. Kardashian is, is like catering to the bigger woman. Well, I mean, she's actually tiny. You know, she's like 110 pounds. Like, she's this tiny little fucking little thing. And I never thought that. I thought she was, like, kind of a meatier woman. But, like, you know, like, healthy. You know, like, flat stomach, big ass, but she's got thighs. But when you actually see her, like, in person, she's this tiny, eeny-beeny little person. She's, like, 110 pounds. Who, Kim Kardashian? Yes, she's, like, 5'4". She's very, very tiny. And she's very... I'm, like, I was very shocked. I thought, back in the day, I thought we liked her because she represented more of like what normal women are no, supposed to look like. No, that's more of a well, it used to be Chloe. Yeah, well Chloe's changed so much too. Yeah, I don't need she I used to, I used, she used to leave, she used to be my favorite Kardashian sister, but now they just get on my nerves. Well, now she's I just married think, to Lam Lam right now. I feel like they're just like sucking the life out of the world. But that's just me. I just think that they're like I just think that they're over. Well, I used to love her. And she's married to Lamar Odom. And that's where we're at in the show right now. And I loved how she called him Lamb Lamb. And they just were so happy. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, girl. That and poor girl went through hell with that man. In a little while, you're going to be divorced. He's going to overdose in a brothel. Right. Like, I guess it's the reason it's interesting for me now is because that family's like is so far on display. And now when you rewatch the show, you know everything that comes after the show. And you know what's coming for a lot of them. And you're just like, holy freaking balls. Like, Lamar Odom is going to almost die. Remember? Right. He almost so, died. So let's talk about somebody who is truly amazing. Oh, yeah. Now we need to hear something. Yeah. So, Dolly Parton. Oh, now that's a role model. 
That's a fucking role now model. Now that is a role model. So Dolly Parton, um, there was a bunch of people nominated for the fucking Hall of Fame this year. Mm-hmm. And Dolly Parton was also nominated. Dolly Parton has pulled herself because, A, she's not a rock and roll, like, person. She's right. She's never done a rock album. She's thinking about doing one. But she's never done a rock album. She's always been country. If she hasn't been country, she's been bluegrass, even gospel. Mm-hmm. Not rock and roll. So she pulls herself from the nominations for the Rock and Roll, roll Hall of Fame. She says she didn't want votes to be split because of her. Mm. Because she's fucking wonderful. But to be fair, like the, it says, Dolly here, even though I'm extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't feel that I have earned that right. I really do not want votes to be split because of me, so I respectfully bow out. I do hope that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will understand and be willing to consider me again, if I'm ever worthy. This has, however, inspired me to put and hope, put out and hopefully a hopefully great rock and roll album at some point in the future, which I have always wanted to do. My husband is a total rock and roll freak and has always encouraged me to do one. I wish all of the nominees good luck and thank you again for the compliment. Rock on. Oh my gosh, I love, love her so much. Dolly. I love her so much. So, she is a class act, always and forever. Always. God, like, I want to be her. But you know what? Back in the day, though, she was a little scandalous. Because she dressed like a yep, she bluesy because she, she wanted to. She was a country Barbie and people, and she had those big ass knockers and people. And the big blonde hair. Yep. So anyway. She said she did that purposely. Like she did that because people thought she was dumb and she was like, oh, you want to be dumb? You want me to be dumb? So I'll be dumb for This you. is who she was going to be up against. Just some of them. Um, Eminem. What? The, the Why would Eminem be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? The Eurythmics. Oh, Eurythmics is great. Uh, Tina Turner. <gasps> Carol, Tina Turner. Carol King. The Go-Go's. The Foo Fighters. Todd Run- Rundgren. I don't know who that is. Um, Tina Turner. We're done. You don't even have to tell me the rest. It's Tina right. Turner. Uh, there was also, like, Beck is in it this year. And Queen. Queen? Yeah. You can't. Beck, no. Are you kidding? Beck plays... Every instrument you could possibly... No, they do, but when you're putting up against no, Tina Turner... Guy. No, I know. He's... I know. I know who Beck is. I'm sorry. If I, I don't even know what I just said, but when you're up against Tina Turner... Well, yeah. I'm I, sorry. I, Tina Turner has got cancer and is probably not going to be with us much longer. What? Yeah, she's got cancer. <gasps> yeah, she... When, she just put out her documentary, Tina. No, girl, pig, we just A year or so ago, she just did her... She did a documentary, and it was, she said that was the last thing she's going to do. She's not going to give any more interviews. She's not going to do anything else because she's got cancer, and she wants to be in Switzerland, and she just wants to live the rest of her days. Really? So she did the documentary, and she gave the okay to do the Tina on Broadway um, as a gift to her fans because that was it. She just doesn't want anything else. But, yeah, she's got, like, cancer and stuff. So Tina Turner is one of those women who not only was she a rock goddess, okay, but her life, in and of itself, is so fucking inspirational. And if you can't listen oh, to she her was, life... She was last year. She's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, so she is already? Yes. So I have Beck. Okay. Pat, Pat Benatar, Kate Bush, Devo, Duran Duran, Eminem, The Eurythmics, Judex Priest, Fela Kuti, The Goo Goo Dolls, um, Rage Against the Machine, Lionel Richie, Carly Simon, A Tribe Called Quest, and Dionne Warwick. Oh, God, that's so hard to decide. Right. There's a lot of good ones in there. Right. The Eurythmics would be, well, how many people get inducted? Like, I mean, how many people? I don't know. That's a lot of people to go up against each other. I would think there'd be different categories. 
And not only that, but it's like a lot of them, like Eminem's not rock and roll. So why are we dealing with Eminem? You know um, what I mean? There's a couple of them. Like Carol King isn't rock and roll. She, yeah, but she is part of that era. So it, she's she's considered rock so and roll. So would it be like the Music Hall of Fame? We would prefer it be a Music Hall of Fame, not rock and roll. I mean, they might switch And Beck up. really isn't rock and roll either. Beck is more Beck like is alternative, which is considered, a, it's considered alternative rock. I don't think he's alternative rock in any way, shape, or form. Really? Beck, no, I don't. I think Beck is like an alternative type of music, but I don't think of him as rock and roll, no. I, I think, think that it's, I think else. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is just the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but I do believe that they... But, I mean, you put somebody there's like Eminem, who's, like, obviously rap, and right. it's, like, the opposite there's an antithesis. There's an umbrella. There's not a hip-hop Hall of Fame. Tribe Called Quest is definitely not rock. But that's why I'm saying, why not just call it the Music Hall of Fame? They probably will. Eventually, somebody will fucking bitch about it, and it'll get happen. Because then then Dolly would have been in there. Right. Because she'd have been like, all right, right, well, the Music Hall of Fame, they could have different categories. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's kind of interesting. But on another note, why don't you take us home? Because we're at 56. If that you, fast. Yeah. <laughs> really fast i spent way too much time talking about kim kardashian i i really do sound like a, a kardashian dick sucker right now <laughs> um if you have ever encountered an alien and, and had sex let us know do they have a penis <laughs> write us at straight from the net at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook you can also find me on tiktok sometimes danielle but mostly me um <laughs> danielle's too busy right now you can find us on facebook at straight from the net but we have Oh, and you could also listen to us on all your major podcast platforms. But we have something that all not not all podcasts have. Danielle, what do we have? We have a radio show. That is right. Somebody thought it was a great idea to put us on New York Daytime Radio. So you can find us every Friday at 10 a.m. on the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. And you can actually find that on the app, too, because I know Louie was like, you guys always forget to talk about the app. I'm like, so you can hear us on air if you're up in the Hudson Valley in New York, but they also have an app, and you just look for the WMLD app. That's or, not true, because every week we say, just say, Alexa, play WMLD, and it doesn't. And we always say to find it in our, in our app store, Louie's not listening to our shit. Okay. Well, anyway, you can say, Alexa, play WMLD. <laughs> and if you miss us on Friday mornings at 10 a.m., that's okay. They'll replay us again on Saturdays at 7. And if you missed that, that's okay, too, because I'll upload the podcast to our mother platform, which is SoundCloud. So, you guys, we're back. It happened. We miss you guys. Thank you for listening to us all these years. And remember to turn in, tune in, not this Friday, but next Friday, for Jamie's birthday podcast. Yay! Love you, bye! I love you, bye!